Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Good morning, KSL News Time. It's 5 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. The storm has mostly moved on from the Wasatch Front, but it left behind some extra cold temperatures. KSL News Radio's Adam Small joins us live with the latest. Adam? Amanda, the storm broke a daily record, bringing more than a foot to the Salt Lake Valley. It definitely delivered on the forecast. It was a historic storm. Either way you look at it, uh, the ninth biggest storm uh, for the month of February. It's KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson. But now today we often talk about the warm before the storm, but now we've got the cold afterwards. Only in the low 20s right now in Salt Lake City, only getting up to a high of 34 today for the high. But the good news is it's short-lived. Tomorrow we're looking at the high 30s, potentially back up in the 40s already by Saturday. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. We're on day two of school schedule changes because of the storm. KSL News Radio's Kate Davis continues our team coverage. Kate? Yeah, Amanda, Jordan and Tooele school districts are having a remote learning day and a handful of other school districts are on a delay today because of the snow. School will start two hours later than normal at Granite, Murray, Canyons and Weber school districts. A Granite school district spokesperson says they realize many neighborhoods in the district still haven't had their streets cleared and are struggling to dig out. We're still waiting on word from several other school districts in the valley and we'll keep you updated as soon as we know more. Reporting live, Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. The big winter storm is heading east and it's turned deadly in Michigan. State police say a volunteer firefighter died from a downed power line in the southwestern village of Pawpaw. That's uh, or here's Matt Paul with Detroit-based DTE Energy. Our largest concern is is really the ice and and how much ice is going to accumulate and then the combination of that ice with the wind. Hundreds of thousands of customers without power across Michigan. Something is happening today in Southern California that has not happened in a very long time. ABC's Alex Stone. Here in Southern California, admittedly, most people will tell you they're not accustomed to the snow. They don't know how to drive in it. Today, there is a blizzard warning for L.A. County, the first one in over 30 years. Snow moving in tonight from a cold storm out of Alaska. Low snow levels not seen since 2009 could have snow at the level of the Hollywood sign. The California Highway Patrol already warning mountain highways will close. If it is not safe for the motoring public to use those highways, we will shut them down. Drivers are being told to fill up their gas tanks and bring food and water in their cars in case they get stuck. Alex Stone, ABC News in L.A. County. That'd be a little bit of a shocker, wouldn't it? Snow in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Our top national stories this hour. Russian invasion of Ukraine started one year ago today. This was President Biden's reaction. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war. 
And now he and his country will bear the consequences. This morning, ABC's Patrick Rieval is in Kiev, where he was one year ago as missiles started hitting the capital city. I was here on the day of the invasion a year ago. And since then, you know, Ukrainian morale has always been this fierce determination to throw the Russians back. And with the battlefield successes that they've had, it's only really grown. And your polls show that the majority of Ukrainians believe that Ukraine will defeat Russia in the long run. They say that this is a decisive period of the war. They're preparing for a counteroffensive in the spring. And they say that if they would continue to receive Western weapons, they believe they can liberate their territory and inflict a true defeat on Russia. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the economic sanctions on Russia are working. Russia is suffering in terms of its budget and its ability to um, acquire what it needs. Yellen meeting with other G20 economic ministers in India on the first anniversary of Russia's invasion. She says Russian oil prices have dropped, leading to a significant loss in revenue. First look traffic on this Thursday morning, a little better than yesterday, Andy. Yeah, the roads are mostly plowed this morning. There are going to be some icy spots based on temperatures. Overpasses are still going to be a bit slick and with some snow kind of accumulating in between lanes uh, just because of the icy conditions. I-215's west side in particular, part of that. Uh, Mountain View still looks a bit slick, especially down in the South Jordan area. And then, of course, the Highway 40 is really rough right now between uh, Park City and Heber. Uh, Those are some of the worst spots as we start off. Amanda? All right, Andy, we'll check back in in a moment. High on the Hill 2023, a bill to legalize certain mushrooms in Utah has been put on pause. KSL News Radio's Alessandra Harris explains. The bill proposed by Senator Luz Escamilla would narrowly legalize the drug psilocybin, a.k.a. medical mushrooms, in order to give citizens suffering with depression, anxiety, or other mental issues an alternative substance to use for relief instead of opioids. Currently, the trippy drug is federally prohibited in the U.S. and has not been approved by the FDA as a safe or effective substance for medical use. Healthcare professionals are torn as to whether psilocybin should should be used or not, but Utah legislators and the Senate Health and Human Services Committee decided to wait for more studies and potential FDA approval. I'm Alessandra Harris, KSL News Radio. Growing national concerns over attacks on power grids and other critical energy infrastructure is leading to a push for a new law in Utah. A Utah Senate committee is working on a bill that toughens penalties for power grid attacks. Attacks on power grids went up more than 70 percent last year. In South Carolina, the double murder trial of Alex Murdoch continues with defense attorneys trying to show that investigators were sloppy and incomplete while working on the murder scene of Murdoch's wife and son. ABC's Andrew Dimbert has more. They called Murdoch's former law partner and friend, Mark Ball, to testify about potential evidence, including some of Paul's remains, which he says were found by the family one day after investigators had finished collecting evidence. Ball also testified how angry he was at Murdoch for the alleged financial crimes that cost their law firm millions. But Ball said he's not convinced Murdoch is a murderer. Still, he acknowledged he he may not have known Murdoch as well as he thought. As time progressed on and you see the, the scope of it, I mean, I don't know who that guy is. The former South Carolina attorney wants to take the stand. Olive oil could soon be the next new item in Starbucks drinks. I don't understand this. And the company is talking it up. Infusing the oleato olive oil with Starbucks coffee and creating a beverage that does two things. It produces a velvety 
very luscious, almost creamy, buttery flavor and extends the coffee flavor and you get a viscosity on your lips. Everyone who has tasted it in Italy has gone wild. I don't want viscosity on my lips. <laughs> doesn't sound like an appetizing no, thing to sell, does but it? That's a Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz on CNBC. Those looking for viscosity in their morning drinks. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.